0: mi
1: <kuma-tay>, <laughs> <laughs> hey, th- i'm getting
0: goosebumps 10 five, four, three, two. <laughs> extreme close up
2: You could go on, you could just go on and on, um, and we could just go on and on this whole episode going saying Kumite, but no one, well, unless you're listening, you've seen the 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 movie we're talking today, you mm. we know what we're talking about, but for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you'd be very confused, but par for the course with us, just stick around, yeah, stick around know. for the next, however yeah. long this episode is, because you will know you're gonna know a lot, and one thing you should know is that this is the radcast. welcome back, everybody.
1: I'm Steven. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm Matt. Yeah, Yeah.
2: sorry. I'm already, already, my brain is going the way of the birds because this is, what you're listening to now is the final episode of the Radcast, Mm -hmm. at least... In this iteration, yeah, it's very possible we could because it's it's too good of a name. Could switch the video series is yeah, it, it's too yeah. good of a name and too good of a concept. Then it's befitting if you know us, it's befitting of us for us mm-hmm. to just abandon completely. So yeah. at least for now, this is the end of the radcast. Yeah. This is the final radcast. Um, but as we'll probably mention, there's the dog barking. <laughs> uh, as we'll probably mention uh, at the end of the episode. Don't be, don't be, don't be afraid. Don't be upset because yeah. um, if you like us and you like what we talk about and you like we, we like conduct you. this podcast, we like you too. Yeah. Um, you can follow us over to Sucktastic Cinema, mm-hmm. which will be kicking off in March again. Like this show, which you'll be able to find on any one of your yeah. podcast apps of choice. In Sucktastic Cinema, we've decided that we're not going to do seasons. We're not going to take breaks. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be every week for you. Yep. So. It's also a way to ensure that none of you uh, can't find us and Mm -hmm. wonder, where are they? I guess I just won't listen anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, That'll be... That'll be an easy way for you to catch us every week is to yes. just post every week. Exactly, exactly. Um we already have the first what like fifty episodes yeah, planned mapped out, out yeah. you know, tentatively. Tentatively. Yep. Um but we're looking towards the future, but right now let's stick to the present because although this is the last episode of the Radcast, we are not done with the Radcast just yet. Uh this is the final week of Jean-Claude January, which if you've been with us, we started with Lionheart. We talked about Hard Target with Nick Woodcock, and last week we talked about Universal Soldier with Tyler Strickland. It's been a rousing success. It's been a rousing it's been success. Been so much fun. We have I really love, enjoyed it. I love these theme months, yeah. because it really gives us a chance to narrow our focus mm-hmm. and be creative and have a yeah. lot of fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like we've mentioned, we'll mention at the end. There's a lot of this we couldn't have done without all of you, the listeners. But for the final episode of the Radcast, I think it's uh, it's super fitting. That we have on a guest who our podcast life would not be possible without Mm -hmm. his help and his guidance and his saying, you know, maybe try this, get this equipment, blah, blah, blah. Um, So here with us for the final episode of the Radcast to talk about the final and probably best Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. I say final. I mean, it was his first leading role, but probably the most iconic Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. We're talking Bloodsport today and with us without him. Like we said, none of this would be possible. Jake, Jake Austin. Austin is with us. Hello, everyone. There he is. There he is, Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> biscuit uh, jam salad. Hey. Jam salad. Listen, if it ain't Jean-Claude, I don't give a Van Damme. <laughs> you, you cannot. But it took us the last week to have a slogan for this month. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And, and, it, and it took us this long. We could do a whole Jean-Claude yeah. podcast. Like That but, could be a future podcast. But it's just it. And I hope you're not offended, Jake, that it took us this long in the three years we've been doing podcasts that uh, this is the first time we've had you on. No, no, this
0: is this is the uh, this is the pinnacle. Yes, yes. this is the pinnacle. Bloodsport is the pinnacle. Yeah, this is the big guns. I, dare one. I say, of all podcasting, of all yeah.
2: podcasting <laughs> ever. I agree. As soon as they tackle Bloodsport, it's like, oh, they're. Time for a new medium. Yeah, t- yes. time for it's like this is it. This is how you have to end it. Yes. It's the the Mac Daddy of Jean Claude movies. We got to have the Mac Daddy. I think of- when
0: MySpace, when Bloodsport got a MySpace page. It was all downhill from there. Yeah,
2: so, you're right. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's how it happened. Is Bebo still a thing now? Yeah. No, it's not. No. Zanga, Zanga was the same. Can we way. start Zanga again? Yeah. <laughs> is it media. Angel Fire. Yeah. Media, I don't even <laughs> want to know what that Napster. is. Napster. We got to kick Napster off. Yeah. Limewire's got The thing is, when you do blood sport on a podcast, whatever podcast does it, media as a whole has to start from scratch. And it start does. Yeah. From what yeah. We know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know we're we're building that up a lot, and we really don't want this to be like, oh, they built it up so much, but man, that sucked. Um, it won't suck because Jake is here with us, and not, uh, not only we specifically picked Jake because we've had several conversations about Bloodsport mm-hmm. and his love for Jean Claude Van Damme, mm. and he has very unique childhood memories mm. <laughs> regarding JCVD very unique. and Bloodsport. And if you've seen Jake, these funnies, these funnies, these stories. If you know him when he was a kid, which, I mean, we didn't, but if you knew what he looked like when he was a kid. They're hoot. Yeah, it it just, it makes it even more (laughs) hilarious. Uh, But before we get into all that, Jake, with our movie reviews, what we do is we do some, like, like brief stuff, like, basic things, like when it was released, who starred in, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to go through that right now, and then we'll get into your history with it, and then we'll just talk about the movie in general. So Bloodsport was released April 29th, 1988 directed by newt arnold (laughs) so i'm gonna guess it's either an anthropomorphic newt or it's just short for newton or Mm it's newton short for newt um Starring Jean Claude Van Damme as Frank Dukes. Uh, Frank Dukes, huh? Yeah? Like, put up your dukes? Yes. <laughs> Frank Dukes, right? No, it's Frank Dukes. <laughs> um, dukes, like, put up your dukes. Um, <laughs> um, Donald Gibb as Ray Jackson. Ray. Iconic Mother Ray Jackson. Jackson. Uh, Leah Ayers as Janice, which we don't get her name until like the middle of the movie. Um, Norman Burton as Helmer. Forrest Whitaker as Rollins. Mm-hmm. Roy Chow as Tanaka. Kenny Sue as Victor. Uh, Philip Chan as Captain Chen, and Bolo Young as Chong Li, Lee. Lee. box office of $11.8 on a $1 million budget, <laughs> so all that being said about Bloodsport, let's get into it, and Jake, we'll start with you. Matt talked about how you have a unique history with the movie. What is this unique
0: history? <clears throat> well, I'd like to start by reading an, about an autobiography, okay. uh, an eighth grade autobiography <laughs> okay. that I wrote, <laughs> Uh in the uh, mid nineties. Yes. (laughs) There's a section here um under sports and uh I'm just I'm just gonna read it. Yeah, go for it. it. I I wrote this when I was about thirteen, maybe fourteen probably thirteen. It says I'm in karate and I hold a brown belt. (laughs) Okay. I'm going into tournament fighting this summer.
1: <laughs> Were you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> what tournament? Tournaments? Not a chance. Yeah. Was I going into tournament, like, tournament does Mount, fighting? Does
0: Mount Vernon have tournament fighting? Mount Vernon does not have <laughs> tournament fighting. <laughs> uh, I'd like to become a great fighter someday. I'd like to go to Japan and fight someday <laughs> in the Oriental <laughs> Kumite. <laughs> the Oriental Kumite. At least you're trying to be Listen, politically correct. Cool. I'm going to get canceled <laughs> for putting Oriental Kumite, but I did. Uh, my dream is to meet Jean-Claude Van Damme and be able to go to Bruce Lee's house and talk to his wife about his life and achievements. <laughs> <laughs> so we're bringing <laughs> Bruce Lee into it now. It's
2: just, uh, just this oversized tape recorder.
1: Yeah. He's put it on the um, table. In
0: the, uh, in the, there's a section called In the Future. And in the future, I want to go to Japan and fight in the Oriental Kumite. <laughs> I already he's told you He's that. still
2: on that Oriental Kumite. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I watched uh, Bloodsport. Uh, I don't know, probably a hundred times when I was a kid. And looking back on it, now that I'm a dad, I'm like, I would never let my kids yeah. watch that. I was
2: able to watch this. And my
0: parents was like, oh yeah, that's yeah, a karate movie. Just watch a karate <laughs> you movie. You watch Three Ninjas. Yeah, you've <laughs> seen you've seen Three Ninjas. <laughs> yes. Surf Ninjas. Ninja Turtles, Surf Ninjas. Yeah, sir, it's yeah. all the same. Yeah. Uh, and so me and my buddies would, uh, we would train for the kumite. We were <laughs> going to really legitimately fight 13. in the kumite. <laughs> <laughs> we were all like 10, like, like my son's age, yeah. 9, 10 years yeah. old. Just total dorks <laughs> training for the kumite. But in your head, you're now, like, yes. You oh, kumite yeah. Kumite. Oh, I was going to go to the oriental kumite. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, I mean, for, first of all, I'm a large man and I was a large, large child. <laughs> Uh, being 13 years old, I was probably 200 pounds and <laughs> five foot seven. So I was a large person. Yeah. And, uh, but I, you know, I, I, I did take karate. So that, mm-hmm. that's a, that wasn't a fantasy. I took it for five, six, seven years. And, uh, so I, I did have that going for me, but in the, in the garage, my friends and I would gather and we took a room in the back of my yes. parents' garage and that was the karate room. <laughs> It was not a cooler name. It was just <laughs> karate, karate Room. room. Sort of I simple. spray painted. We spray painted Karate Room mm. on the wall, <laughs> so when anyone knew when they came in, what this was. Was there
2: some of the some of the paint on the letters was bleeding at yes. the end, so it looked like blood? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Karate. Yes,
0: room. it was like this. The walls were black, and it was silver spray paint. Oh. Karate Room, and then I put like the Yin Yang symbol. Uh. And like this Okinawan swirl <laughs> symbol. Then I there was a window separating that room from the rest of the garage. So then we painted it with house paint, the glass, <laughs> and then used our fingers and drew karate symbols yes. and wrote Karate Room on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> and in there we had punching bags and nunchucks <laughs> and bo staffs <laughs> and tomfas and all these weapons that I would order out of the Century, mar- the century Martial Arts catalog that would come in the mail. And we would just beat each other up. <laughs> we just go in that room and beat each other up, uncoordinated just yeah. smacking each other with nunchucks and <laughs> yeah. bo staff. Yes, we. Um, it was uh, a. It was a a um, a place where not anyone could come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Obviously, little sisters were not allowed. Invite anymore. only. You know yeah. what? You call me sexist? I don't care. No girl's allowed. Yeah, <laughs> no girl's yeah. allowed. Okay. And, uh, but we also had other friends who were not allowed to come in there. Mm. So there's only a few of us, only a select few inner circle were allowed to train. For the to, Oriental Kumite. To, to,
2: yeah, you, you need to
0: respect the art Was there, was there
2: like an initiation process? Or? <laughs> no, not really. It's just if, if we liked you or not.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like a clubhouse. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: Well, didn't you set things on fire and like yes. try? Okay, yeah. So
0: we, uh, I think it was in, it might have been a Kickboxer. Yeah. One of the like Jean-Claude movies, he's like yeah. punching something on fire. Yeah, basically. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was, but he was punching something on fire because we watched Bloodsport and Kickboxer over and over and yeah. over again. It was Bloodsport, Kickboxer, and Tommy Boy. <laughs> Those were the three movies. So three, yeah. Me and my buddy Chris, Chris Powell, if you're listening to this, uh, he was in the Karate Club. and He was in the Tommy Boy Club. <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got to be your bowl. Um, and uh, we took a bucket of... Rocks,
1: yes, gravel.
0: <laughs> it was literally just—it was like pebbles <laughs> that you buy at the store, like decorative yeah. pebbles. And we filled a bucket full of it, and then I went inside and stole my mom's nail polish remover <laughs> from her like beauty station yeah. area, and covered the, pour, poured the whole bottle in. And we lighted on fire, and we punched the rocks <laughs> until our hands hurt. <laughs> And we thought we were like getting, we were like Shaolin like getting masters. Getting strong. Getting conditioned. Yes. Like, yes. it was the most insane thing to think about. How did you, like, at what age did
2: you think you would be able to qualify for the Oriental <laughs> Kumite? <laughs> Clearly,
0: somewhere around
2: eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> By this autumn. Next year, yeah, Next year this summer tournament fighting. Tournament fighting. Yeah. And no one was, people were none the wiser. I mean, well, we're going to yeah. talk about how much. This was based on a true story, <laughs> right. quote unquote. Huge, the real Frank, Frank, the real Frank Dukes is a complete fraud. Yeah, and so much like that, in that day, no one was none the wiser. No. So your teacher yeah, in Mount Vernon was. Well, I yeah. guess there's karate tournament. He's <laughs>
0: going to the Oriental Kumite. <laughs> so,
2: I don't know what it is, but I hope he brings me back a souvenir. now, now yeah.
0: the I think the one advantage I had to actually succeeding in going to fight in this said Oriental Kumite. Uh-huh was that my favorite food was chicken and a biscuit crackers <laughs> and mountain Mount dew, dew. <laughs> so nothing that would be conducive to that. Just, just like the athletic training <laughs> yeah. fuel full,
1: in fuel
0: in his gullet full of chicken and a biscuit crackers and mountain Dew, and punching rocks on fire you, you got stations set
2: up in the karate room fuel <laughs> like, for a fighter
0: yeah <laughs> I, I feel like looking back on it that i i was a uh, I was a type of... Remember the Star Wars guy? Yeah. yeah. With of the, the early yeah. YouTube. Yeah. 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 I was him. Yeah. But with karate. But I'm, <laughs> with me and, and a couple of but... my buddies.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to imagine like you're at Bruce Lee's house and you're talking to his wife. <laughs> And she's like in the middle of something. She somehow lets you in as in, you know, whatever. But You're she's not getting- Chinese. <laughs> yeah, you say that yeah. to her. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> <It's like> Seinfeld, <laughs> you're not Chinese. But um, I like to think you're sitting there and she's in the middle of a sentimental thought. And you're like, hold on. You're like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. Sorry to interrupt, but... Do you have any like chicken and a biscuit in <laughs> Mountain Dew? Did, 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 did Bruce? Because I'm parched, did, yeah, did, did, yeah, did Bruce like those? eat <laughs> I have the most important question. Uh, did was Bruce getting uh, uh, promotions from chicken and a biscuit? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> now,
0: uh, I in in this uh, autobiography, I do have listed uh, uh, one of my favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, as a uh, eighth grade boy, this was my <laughs> yeah. This was my favorite quote. It's by Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. the famous Bruce Lee says to become a true martial artist you must become like water <laughs> you must put water into a cup it becomes the cup you put water into a teapot it becomes the teapot you put water into a bottle it becomes the bottle be formless shapeless be like water my friend I was, d- I was nothing like water, <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 yeah. so you're punching flaming rocks, yeah. just aggressively I was moving a around. fat kid, <laughs> whacking things with sticks and punching things on fire.
2: I just love how because we were watching Bloodsport last night, and last night uh, we there's a there's a lot of scenes of Jean Claude shirtless, oh, and man. obviously hot he's, lunch. He's <laughs> hot, hot hot, lunch, lunch. <laughs> and, but and he's ripped. And you are saying as you're doing these physical things, <laughs> yeah. in your mind, yes. you thought.
0: I'm going to look like that. Yeah, because like, my parents had a gym, a, a yeah. weight set, and I would work out. And in my head, I just thought like, oh, in like, I don't know, three or four months, <laughs> I'm going to look gonna just like that. i look like that. Look like that. Yeah. I don't have to change my diet. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to do is bench press a few times yeah. a day. And I'm going to look like Jean-Claude. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: chicken and What a biscuit.
2: workout deal. You know, yeah. Wumbling around a box <laughs> yeah. of chicken and a biscuit. Hands are slipping off the bar from chicken <laughs> and a biscuit cracker <laughs> grease. Which chicken and a biscuit is delicious. So they are delicious. It, yeah. it is delicious. And so, they're,
0: they're very old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been around for a long time. They have. I yeah. was looking it up the other day. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. As long
2: as chickens have been mating with biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> and your nickname is Biscuit. Uh, yeah. Newly yeah. acquired.
0: One of my, one of my uh <laughs> nicknames at work is Biscuit. So yeah. <laughs> it's very fitting. So,
2: so yeah. you 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 were telling us yesterday that you've you've seen every Jean Claude movie pretty much. Pretty much mo- most you, of them. Yeah, and you because so did your love for martial arts come from your obsession with Jean Claude or did was it Jean, you love martial arts and like, oh, Jean Claude Van Damme.
0: Uh, martial arts were first mm-hmm. only because of the Ninja Turtles. Oh right. yes, of course. Yeah, of course. So At that time, my, that
2: interest just doesn't manifest itself. Like there's yeah, so much to be yeah. like. I mean, uh, I
0: was on my on my on my. Uh, wait, what year was this movie made? Eighty-eight. So yeah, Christmas eighty-eight. Yeah, that same year, I got the Turtle Blimp.
1: Ooh, oh, yeah.
0: The turtle van oh that man. shot the manhole yep. covers yeah. mm-hmm. yep. uh turtle jammies, and I believe my first ninja turtle bedspread set oh it was like the that was also the Christmas I got my Nintendo that, oh, I get, that my gosh. son's that my son still has today, uh but that ninja turtles was my life, yeah, mm-hmm. and as I got older. It's not like you outgrow it, but you kind of right. do. Yeah. And you it, needed some real blood sport. Yeah. yeah exactly. You
2: know? Your your interests evolve. Something that isn't. Yeah. That you that want is, to see what
0: really happens. There's the real when martial, you fight martial
2: arts, yeah. martial arts that isn't coated with one-liners. Yes. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it would have been nice if there were more one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: um, and there are here and there, but does yeah. like not like something more like, Ray Jackson. Yeah, is yeah. Not in fights. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but the movie. Obviously, if you've seen it, starts out with a montage of people, you know, competitors, competitors that are training for the Kumite, warriors, 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 warriors. Warriors. Call them by their their accurate names, warriors. Which, as you see, they all kind of train in different locations and in different styles. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which is brought up again. Which is cool. It's like Tekken. Yeah, yeah, it's like Tekken. or like the birth uh, of the MMA. Or yeah. what uh, was inspired by it, what was yeah. inspired by Mortal Kombat, uh, or sorry, was inspired by Bloodsport was Mortal Kombat. yeah, So mm-hmm. something like that. So it's just fun to see all these people training. Although, you know, we really just follow three fighters, mm-hmm. seeing all these people training. Like, that dude is jumping up on yeah. a tree branch and... Karate chopping coconuts. (laughs) However, Uh, I don't know if it's racist or not. It's for lunch. It seems like it's (laughs) for lunch. Exactly. So (laughs) in, in Jean-Claude January, we've pointed out pretty much that Jean-Claude has two different kinds of movies. He's got tournament movies. Mm. So like Bloodsport, Kickboxer, The Quest, quest, Death Warrant, you know, all that stuff. And he's got the movies that are we call them like story-driven movies because the tournament movies have stories, but we're talking Air quotes, like, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> act, these are like actual movies. Yeah. Everything's yeah. centered yeah. around a tournament. Right. And yeah. Tournament movies. Yeah. And um, this is probably that's the most famous tournament movie. Of all it, time, it, it it might be because you you brought you brought up best of the best. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one like too. Boxer yeah. and, and, kickboxer. and but Bloodsport's still though. Bloodsport Blood yeah. is probably top of the heap. And what I like is that the tournament fighters, we see the same people in the beginning montage. We see at the tournament, yeah. and we spend a good amount of time seeing fighters advance through the tournament. Well, it's not like it's like you know Jean Claude has like one fight and then he's fighting Chong Li. Well, it's the most yeah. disinteresting part of the movie unless Ray Jackson or Frank Dukes is there yeah. the most part the parts that like just kind of lose your attention are the parts where sort of like the US government agents are like tracking down yeah. Jean Claude because he He's like I'm going to train to kumite. I'm going to fight in the kumite. And he's in the military. He, yeah, he's he's in the military, but he wants to. Uh, he wants to honor his shidoshi. Yes, supposedly. Yes, supposedly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as we're gonna get, into, it's probably stolen valor. <laughs> uh, this was all. Uh, yeah. There's so much in this movie that once you know about the real Frank Dukes, is yeah. laughable right, at how yeah. vain he because is. Because if you, if you didn't know, at the end, the end credits has a title card that comes up that says this is all based on a true story. To where like you're you're in it as a fiction as a work of fiction. And then you see that, and like maybe people back in. In the 80s and in the 90s, before people started calling Frank Dukes out on his bullshit, like mm. before that, they probably like, were whoa. like, "Huh?" But I'd say most of them with a brain would probably be like, "What?" Because then you got all his facts and figures of like yeah. fastest knockout, 56 <laughs> fastest, straight. fastest, fastest roundhouse kick, 72 miles per hour. It's like, yeah. how does leg not fly off? Yeah, it's a- so, but I, mean, I believed it <laughs> uh, that's fair exactly <laughs> you're an impressionable young mind and it's manipulation <laughs> and I will not stand for is it is there a
0: class action lawsuit
2: against yeah, exa- Frank, e- Frank Dukes exactly <laughs> for kids that yeah. tried to do karate in their garage and they yeah. hurt themselves God, um, got my shoulder on a
0: nail but, but he's, we're, we're, <laughs> have you or a loved one encountered Frank Dukes you may be entitled to compensation Well, he, are he, you he, one of the
2: supposed orphans he's rescued well he created Dukes, Ryu like that different that type so i'm sure a lot of people after they find out he's a fraud i'm sure a lot of people joined his martial art and his karate school because they saw blood sport and he spouted all these amazing accomplishments and then after they found out he was a fraud i'm sure they wanted compensation like i wasted all my money and Mm -hmm. he never did any of this stuff Yeah. yeah exactly um but essentially uh he it goes AWOL from the military, much like in Lionheart when he mm. goes AWOL from the leg- from yeah. the Foreign Legion. Because he's going to fight in the kumite. Uh, he's yeah. gonna fight well, for I his Shidoshi. Um for, he's, shidoshi. Uh, for the honor of the for the family Tanaka. Mm. Which he's not a part of his family Tanaka. Shingo
1: Because,
2: yes. Cause, uh, Shingo Shingo Tiger Tanaka's son passed away. Yes. Yeah. Um and they were they were like brothers. Yeah. Um but I don't
0: like that they don't tell you how he died.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He just died. It's mm. not It's not like he... Elevator accident. he choke
0: on a grape? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. Choke
2: on a ham sandwich? What was it? Would it mean more if... I think it would mean more if in a tournament qualifying like, for the Kumite... Like, kicks, like in kickboxer. Yeah. Like. If in yeah. like a tournament yeah. qualifying yeah. for the Kumite, maybe Chong Li beat him up. Or maybe... Syphilis? Or <laughs> syphilis. <laughs> you never know. Or or he just was getting you know too big for his britches in the Kumite and he was going out to the club every yeah. night high on angel dust and jumped off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't mention that though. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Maybe, maybe somebody asked Frank Dukes and he's like, uh, uh Someone there, ask him." <laughs> there's a <laughs> lot of that. When people start away. calling out Frank Dukes and like his ilk and stuff on yeah. stuff or like his friends or whatever, there's, there's a lot of moments where it's like, uh, <laughs> and then sometimes they're just like, oh yeah, we lied about that. Or, or they'd like try and backtrack. It's like, oh, they're trying to sully my name. So we're we're gonna hit a point in the episode to where yeah. I've got a lot of disputed claims yeah. about Frank Dux, yeah. and I can't wait to Essentially get into that. Frank wants to fight in the Kumite for his family because the actual son of his of his Shidoshi Tanaka, which Trainers. is his, his yeah. trainer, his trainer master, uh passed away. So mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you raised me up like a son, um, even though he was like Shingo's punching bag for like fifteen yeah. years. Um you know, train me for the kumite. Yeah and we get a uh, when he 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 escapes the 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 government, whatever the hell he's doing. The military. The military. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. (laughs) And uh, two agents are after him while he's in Hong Kong. But before that, before we see him going to the Kumite. We have to get this exposition of backstory. So he shows up at his shidoshi's house. His shidoshi Tanaka is sick, um, but <laughs> who's like supremely tucked into his bed. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He, yeah. Like, he is the definition of tucked into bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he looks the same. Like they don't age him at all. And no, he's, and he speaks better English and is more articulate than Jean Claude Van. Well, that, yeah, that makes
0: sense. Which yes. I'm glad. No, I, yeah, that's we, most, we decided <laughs> to.
2: Cause I'd never watched it With subtitles But I saw I was always able to pick up On everything Yeah Then we watched it With subtitles last night And I'm like How does anyone ever understand What Jean-Claude is saying Yeah What what was Lynn Is saying Yeah Yeah. Victor Victor Lynn is saying It's like They accent The weird Like they The sentences are complete But they accent The weirdest At the weirdest spots Like accent words At the weirdest spots
0: The wrong emphasis On the wrong syllable Yeah
2: (laughs) Precisely Yeah, (laughs) Yeah Um but yeah, it's it's um. No, he doesn't age at all, and apparently he's like 150 years
0: old because yeah. his timeline's all weird. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it said that he, his first family died in world in, in Hiroshima. Tanaka, yeah. yeah. Tanaka's first family died in Hiroshima. Not to make light of Hiroshima, right, right, right. but that movie seems to be set in the 80s. Yeah, right.
2: current day, which means that the the p- flashback of him training. And for the in that it's particular like, style for the because he's in Tanaka's house and he sees this katana yeah. that is like the house Tanaka's katana and that's yeah. when he starts having flashbacks and that that flashback had to have been like six or maybe ten years before at least so so it would have really I been like the seventies he would have had to yeah. have been like a hundred yeah <laughs> but yeah.
0: looked like he was forty seven right exactly <laughs> well, it's like uh,
2: like you have seen Big Trouble in Little China yeah. it's like low pan and Big Trouble in yeah. Little China he's like two hundred years old but then he can you know, like. <laughs> (laughs) with (laughs) with like the the energy of a younger spirit he can become Mm -hmm. younger um but one of the more humorous parts is the 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 kid they get to play young frank dukes who i was always under the impression that frank duke it's kind of like when they cast john claude as m guile or and not m guile it's just guile and uh, i thinking m bison but guile and street fighter guile is american tried and true. Um, and, yeah, they got Jean-Claude because, you know... He's, he's a beefcake. He's yeah. a beefcake, and he's a big star. But, like, Frank Dukes is supposed to be, like, red-blooded American, but in Jean-Claude, life, yeah, they, I think here's where the fiction comes in. Yeah. They have him as a French implant as well because his, uh-huh. 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 his, <laughs> his family came to work in wine vineyards, and then so they had to cast a... Uh, a kid who's like, well, do you not train me? like he tries to break in. With a bunch of, all the acting is awful in this yeah. movie. Here's the thing. We watch it, you watch because we were watching it, and how long had it been since you'd watched Bloodsport? Uh,
0: about a week. Oh, okay. Oh, well, okay. Uh, but either, either way. You, but, but before that? Yeah. Before we talked about doing this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd probably been about 10 years. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> I, rem- you were sitting there and you're like, man when I was a kid this was all amazing and now as an adult <laughs> yeah. this is awful like these like, are the worst yeah, actors like, like the the acting is horrible but I remember as a movie. kid
0: being like so like emotionally yes. invested <laughs> yeah. in yeah. the story and like yeah
1: and,
0: and I remember and I remember they're thinking whenever at the very beginning when he him and his his cronies break in and try mm-hmm. to steal yeah. the, the sword and then he gets caught and then when they sit down with the parents and yeah. they're like I want to train him in martial science yes. and all that. Like I kept thinking to myself, like, I want someone to sit down with my parents <laughs> and say I need happened. to be taught in the martial sciences. Yes. <laughs> they will never happen. I will send out my aura and they will know No <clears throat> I did have one karate instructor. Mm-hmm. This is uh not, not not maybe not the same as what happened there, but I had one karate instructor that my dad worked with who his name was Tom. And he didn't have a dojo. He didn't have a space, really, any kind of actual space to train for karate. Right. But <laughs> here in Mount Vernon in town, he lived in a single wide trailer. And my dad would drop me off like on Wednesdays or whatever. And we were just in this dude's living room. Just me and this guy doing karate in the living room.
1: <laughs> I remember thinking...
0: There's no way I would do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I? I mean, I was probably Amos' age. I was probably yeah. nine or whatever. Just sing a lot, to a karate. Just, and just, is... Yeah. And just, like know, a r- certified r- instructor? R- r- yeah, no, he just, I mean, he was a black belt. Like he mm, obviously sure. done it, but like he didn't yeah. have, I mean, he was a bad dude. He was yeah. like, yeah. Oh, okay. he was a tough guy. Yeah. He, uh, he, uh, he would always tell guys at where my dad worked, he would tell them like, you can't sneak up on me. You don't like, you just can't. My body's a weapon. Right. (laughs) When it was like, he was like iron fisted. Yeah. And, uh, this one guy that that my dad knew was, was like a, you know, professional chain yanker Mm -hmm. always goofing off. And he, uh, one day in the break room, like snuck up behind him Mm. and then Tom, the instructor threw an elbow back and hit him in the face and he had to have straight up facial reconstruction surgery. It just like annihilated his
1: face. I told (laughs) you. That's what he said. I told you not to sneak up on me. (laughs) yeah, he would drop me. That was
0: the closest I ever had to like Someone like Yeah Personally Tanaka. teaching me Because everything yeah. else Is like a big class With a bunch of mm-hmm. kids you Yeah, know, like, yeah. like
2: it was in this trailer yes. <laughs> it's, But the location It's like yeah. I don't know about the Shag
0: carpet and paneling and Yeah the, <laughs> A real good aesthetic For yeah. learning the martial sciences
2: <laughs> it's, it's called Humble beginnings
0: it's, it's, I do I have home that, beginnings That's the it's
2: story your... they print In the Hong Kong newspaper <laughs> When yeah, you're <laughs> at In the Orient American redneck Comes Comes to our humble Land. <laughs> American redneck child comes our humble, <laughs> youngest, competitor, youngest eh, well, competitor, what's, what's funny in is the they—they're printing about an underground fighting tournament yeah. in the paper. That's yeah. the other like, thing is we find out that this kumite is sponsored by a martial arts organization. So it's like, so this isn't a secret underground. No, yeah. if, if a legit martial isn't arts like organization, Illuminati.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it is
2: <laughs> is sponsoring this. Yeah, and it. So like, so we get backstory, which you know it's just funny to see just kind of just kind of just how bad that again, the acting is and the exposition is given. It's very rushed and like bare minimum Mm because the, the most action you get is when they're in Hong Kong with the Kumite. And it's like when, when we finally get to something that is of any like action, it's Frank being trained by Mm -hmm. the Shidoshi, which some of the stuff he's doing is like, he's being blindfolded and uh, he has to like, Work, work his way around with Tanaka and, like, try and yeah. uh, defend attacks. And, you know, he's he's fumbling and stumbling he's around. He's got to snatch fish out he's, of his little koi pond. Yeah, he has to... He's being... He's tied... Each limb is tied to a tree, and he's yeah. being pulled on progressively. Stretched. Yeah. He's being stretched. The and, rack. Then, yeah. and then the one that we actually... One of the things that I didn't know that you guys would do is... One of the things is he was... <laughs> Split across two boards, which we'll get to the split count yeah, because because we, it more than makes up for the movies <laughs> yeah. that don't have yeah, it. if, you, if you've <laughs> been with <laughs> <this laughs> us so yeah. far this month, we have a tally of splits and Jean Claude Ash shots. Yeah, and uh, we've, we've 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 either had one or the other, and maybe both in Lionheart, but this
0: one. <laughs> This one satiates. Like t- yeah. yeah, there's like ten splits. If you're hungry for Jean Claude's yeah. butt, <laughs> yeah. this is the movie. It's here. This is and a beef bit- split. <laughs> you
2: you get a beefcake bottom buffet. Yeah, on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back for
1: seconds. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Um,
2: but yeah, every time it's like there's a split. Oh, there's, there's a split <laughs> again. There's some splits. Oh, there it is. But one of the biggest split displays is on this <laughs> one, he split across two boards and he's doing kind of this resistance movement like mm. kata type deal with his arm yeah. with his hands. And periodically, Tanaka is going around hitting him with a bamboo stick and you said you guys would do that too. Yes. <laughs> me and my
0: buddies, we had a uh, we had uh, tomato steaks. Yeah. Just long pieces of wood. This <laughs> yes, just reminds we, me of backyard <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. It's exactly what it was. Yeah. And we would, yeah, we'd hit each other in the stomach or in the back and like <laughs> thinking we were conditioning ourselves. Yeah, just in your head we're illusions of grandeur. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing it's was like, just oh, one big seat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you do the splits? Yes. So <laughs> yes. I was going to say that's the one thing that Jean Claude Van Damme actually gave me was, is that I was, when I was, you know, whatever, 10, 11, 12, 13, mm-hmm. and even up until adult, and I'm, I could, I bet if I tried, mm-hmm. if I worked at it, I'd get to where I'd go all the way down again. I, I yeah. can still get pretty low. But because I could do the splits, only because I love Jean Claude Van Damme yeah. so much. <laughs> There's no other purpose for me doing the splits yeah. was for that. Just was that I can do pretty impressively uh high high kicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, know, I'm known for high kicks. Mm-hmm. And so you that's are. that's directly related to Jean Claude Van Dyke. Yeah, So exactly. so you've in the last
2: few years you've <laughs> Something lost came out of it. you've lost a considerable amount of weight. About a hundred pounds, yeah. yeah. But Still even going. when you were at yes. your biggest, I've seen your high kicks. And I was like, for <laughs> a guy hilarious. his size, that's impressive. <laughs> they're yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, we, what are we my say? wife
0: has a whole collection of Instagram stories that are just high kicks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But essentially, we get all that exposition. We get him finally, like... We finally see he's he's quote unquote ready when he's at the dinner table with Tanaka and his wife and yeah. like he's just served he's blindfolded he just served them everything his wife uh, Tanaka's wife looks like Wayne Newton and like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Tanaka like they they sit down and it's kind of like softening on the score a little mm-hmm. bit and he goes to strike him and Jean Claude catches it Every, for, everything we see in his training leads, will come back it's supposed to come back yeah. to his Kumite fights yeah. um, but. Finally, we are at where he's in Hong Kong the Kumite. Yeah. Um, one of the characters we see in the uh, at the beginning, the, the beginning montage of seeing the competitors is the. Brute American Ray, Ray Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. who is chocked full of one-liners, he's and just moments. super cocky. All right, Frankie! Yeah. All right, Frankie! Which is funny that like you wanted to be Jean Claude so bad, <laughs> yeah. but you ended up like playing, <laughs> yeah. like, like 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 Ray Jackson. I am far more like uh, Ray Jackson. Yeah. Ray Jackson's walking around denim, yeah, denim, denim Harley large Davidson, <laughs> Harley Davidson gear, yeah. always <laughs> carrying a beer. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is he ent- he enters. Um, the bus that uh, Frank is on, and he's just got a beer. And he's like, he sits around <laughs> his hat backwards, and he hit, he hits on the first woman in front he's of like, him. Hey, baby! But but it's not like it's not like harassment. Like he's not like. Well, it's harassment. Well, it's harassment. <laughs> but, but but it's almost it's eighties harassment, to where like the main character looks and he's like. Pff. But he that? he doesn't cause any trouble. Yeah, like he's he's being kind of he's a like, Ugh, too good looking for you, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but there's nothing to where Frank's is like. I think you should leave the lady alone. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> and then a fight breaks out. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just he's he's a doofus. Yeah. yeah, and this is Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Um. So if you if you've seen it, if you mm-hmm. know proper Gentlemen podcast, we had uh, news of nerddom, which is where the drop get those nerds, nerds, nerds. That's from Revenge of the Nerds. That's yeah. Ogre. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, we when we first see Ray Jackson and the the montage at the mm-hmm. beginning of the fighters, um, he's the only one who really has lines, and uh, he's like he's just going to town on this punching bag. He's like, "Hey Ray, here you're gonna go fight the Kumite," and he like says this one line, and he's like, "Hey, your people get killed there." And He's like, "Only if you fuck up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh boy, this is the gonna be the best. Just he he was definitely the best <laughs> character in the movie. His acting again wasn't the greatest but yeah. he, at least he was better I he's almost interesting but he was good for what he was yeah and he was interesting yeah, yeah for sure and he's really really likable yeah um like you know that character of always walking around with harley davidson and always like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you kick your ass yeah so but he, he has frank's back and like yeah. they first meet in like a hotel lobby while playing like a, an arcade like game. a karate fighters yeah. arcade game or like, something. you can beat me at this i need some competition Um, And then they become friends after Frank beats them. Best friends. Best friends. Lifelong best friends. Lifelong best friends. This is the, the classic trope in these kinds of movies to where the second you meet someone and become friends with them, you're all of a sudden best friends. You'll die birth. for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you die for them after like a day and a half. You'd sell
0: one of your children for them. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. Or if you meet a woman, you're in love after like two
0: days. That happened. That exactly yes. that <laughs> that happened with in the this Janice, the, the reporter, Janus. she keeps
2: yeah. trying, tell me about the Kumite. So, yeah. so, so, what's up, guys? So, what is this Kumite? Yeah. And she keeps, How come no fighters. one wants to talk about the Kumite? <laughs> well, it's secretive. Yes. At first. Um, but then like frank ends up talking about it with her and tells her everything and um but the only to me the the most interesting thing is the kumite and the stuff between ray and frank and victor yeah Yeah, Um, victor lynn though very very difficult to understand and his delivery is weird he's at least he's a fun character yeah like i don't care about the u.s agents following frank around although there's like they they finally catch their. They keep asking the the Chinese like police sergeant like if he's hurt. Where like we hear we heard he's fighting at the, the Gumite, yeah. Frank um, Dukes. If Frank Dukes, um, but like the, they finally kind of catch up to him like and this is kind of skipping over the first day of the Kumite, but we'll get back to that. But the, the only thing that happens of note between them, besides them, they keep trying to get to him um, yeah. is they're chasing him around Hong Kong. The like, music is not befitting. No, of it's, it's like a music the, from a John Hughes movie. the yeah, And he's, and he's like playing, he's like being playful mm-hmm. and like, it's he's like, just, come on, come jumping on. over vegetables. <laughs> yeah. And he's like he's getting on platforms and he's like doing like ballet stances <laughs> and keep running. He's got like a smile on his face. So mm-hmm. I was like, this takes me – this sets a way then it's different like, there's tone. There's like a slapstick ending to the chase. Yeah, as well, they they like, the two they're agents like, whoa, and yeah, they fall in, uh-huh. in, the, in a lake. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 you, dukes. it's Benny Hill. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's like, like, uh, it's like a – He hops on a rickshaw and looks over and kind of like salutes <laughs> w- Waves yeah. It's, it's like a until next time like <laughs> yeah. type thing, like snidely whiplash. Yeah. Um, but first day of the Kumite – we only see four fights just to establish mm-hmm. what is the kumite, yeah. and we see you know the first drawing of blood and Ray's like yeah. this what they call it, blood sport kid. Well, the, we got to talk about when they meet uh, Lin.
0: Oh yeah, Victor Victor Lin, now, who's their now, who's their guide now, throughout Hong Kong. I think Victor Lin looks like one of those little shrimp guys on the Muppets <laughs> oh,
1: you yeah, know what I'm talking about prawn. the, yeah. Pe- Pe- the king Pe- yeah. I think he looks
2: like him yeah I, I could definitely see that and then when you walk in a <laughs> yeah. couple of the judges look like Muppets they look like yes a, yeah. oh yes yeah. so many of them look like Muppets I can't believe I skipped that so one of the first scenes you don't Lin, look like Tanaka yeah exactly like Lin walks them through like Hong Kong giving this exposition on the history of the Kumite yeah and then we get them which I'm glad the, we had subtitles on for it yeah. so I was like how does anyone understand (laughs) what he's saying he's a very thick asian they get to this back alley and we see this really kind of um like i thought he looked like a
0: legitimate giant
2: like (laughs) yeah yeah he he has like the face he 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 wasn't he didn't look like strange he just he had a different like jake i think jake put it better as he he looked like he had like the head of a giant he looked like a legitimate giant um but they
0: (laughs) like not a looker yeah. Face for radio. Yeah. he Face for radio.
2: Um, but <laughs> Len's telling him in Chinese that, you know, they're here. They're both here for the, they're both here for the Kumite. He's like, Okay, USA. <laughs> yeah, like, which um, that's one of the more quotable lines. Yeah, okay, USA. yeah. and Ray's like, "Okay, USA." Like, make like fun yeah. of him, <laughs> but then Lynn is like, Victor's taking them down this like super like sketchy corridor. Yeah, you expect to hear like babies crying yeah, and like, torture. There were babies
1: crying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The,
2: cor- the corridor they went down though reminded me of some of the aisles at that, that flea market in Kansas City we went yeah. to a couple years ago. Yeah. Like the corner just, of gunshot and crying baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like corner <laughs> of gunshot. you have a tie dye shirt booth over here, right next to the guns and ammo yeah. booth, and there's a taco stand right at the end. Everything's yeah. get dimly your taxes lit. done. Yeah, yeah, He's buy good. sex toys from next yeah. to the taco stand. Um, it's like, how did we get over here? There's a fish market over yeah here. That place was great, it was I great. I loved it. There's some really great stuff. It was a great trip. I have brass knuckles to say, God bless you on them. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, God Almighty, <laughs> um, but essentially they're going down, and eventually they end up at these like temple doors that look like really ornate yeah. and like really like um, ancient. And then they mm. open up, and there's the Kumite, like the Kumite arena, and then you get the two judges. One of them looks like uh, Asian Al Borland, yeah, uh, or or Michael McDonald, yeah, um, <laughs> from uh, yeah but brothers, and they, both, yeah. they both look like muppets yeah and they, they do. do look like, yeah. like you don't look like tanaka and they're they're trying to like test yeah. frank dukes because they're like you're not from the clan you say you're from yeah. mm. um, You're clearly
0: not japanese yes yeah.
2: exactly not really american we won't like america won't lay claim to you either yeah. So yeah you're a man without a country
1: that's a pebble lip you yeah exactly <laughs> i was trained by tanaka um <laughs> yeah.
2: but he's like and they're like you know, go and break one of these bricks, and it's a the stack of bricks. Show me the with, dim mock With dim dim me the dim mock death mark. touch. Yeah. The death touch, which is bullshit too. When it's like yeah,
1: death touch. Yeah. Uh, so it's like because you as an audience are like dim
2: mock. Oh. Yeah. It's, Whoa. Which was brought it was bullshit brought about in the seventies by Count Dante, who's yeah. also a bullshit artist. Um, That's one of my favorite things to do is go on YouTube and watch video essays on bullshit martial yeah. artists. They call bullshit and watch videos Bullshito. of bullshit martial artists. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh. But they're like, okay. He's like, okay. Pick a brick, and they pick a brick, and a, the and the stack in the middle. And he's about to hit the top one. They're like, no. no bottom brick (laughs) yeah and uh i won't say it like a chinese person like bottom brick (laughs) yeah and uh and they all all everyone in hong kong has thick accents yeah so it's not like everyone's american in this movie Mm -hmm. and we're just putting on accents like for effects to get you into the movie that's how they sound it's just tough because it's just a niche that's just knee-jerk how i just do like when i'm recollecting something i'm gonna imitate what i saw but essentially we get this shot up uh, you know, from the perspective of mm-hmm. like the bottom of the table where the bricks are at. And Jean Claude, there's this like really, you know, suspenseful music. And he like, he like, he's like, ah! like this really <laughs> wide eyed <laughs> look on his face. Screaming. Yeah. And like blows out the brick on the bottom. Yeah. And everyone's like wide eyed and everything. And they're like, that's his, you know, that's his. Getting in, he's like, yeah. okay, <sighs> you know, you're invited to the kumite now. And so, meanwhile, there are a lot of onlookers or like fighters, yeah. and this. one of so them well, is the deadly Chong Lee, Chong- Lee. Chong- who is he looks like his his upper torso is the lid to a cookie yeah. jar because that's just how like <laughs> yeah. pronounced and thick he is. As a kid, how scary? You can twist him, yeah, you exactly. Him take, up. He's like <laughs> <laughs> shampoo. As a as a kid, how scary was Chong? Chong Lee was terrifying.
0: Yeah, and and the part. We were talking about last night in the movie, the part uh and I guess we'll get to Yeah. Him being his buddy being hurt, but yeah. <laughs> and then Frank Dukes is like riding on a bus, yeah. And he's looked over in the reflection, and he thinks he sees Chong Lee, yeah. and Chong Lee like makes a uh, face in him. And I heard as a kid being like, I al- I always thought I was going to run into <laughs> a Chong Lee, oh, not not the Chong Lee, but but a Chong Lee in left. life, and I and I was gonna have to be ready. To fight to the, survive on <laughs> the school bus.
2: Yeah, on the bus. I, I laughed so hard last night because I just imagined Bolo Young, like that reflection, and like Jake on the school bus. <laughs> Bolo, in Mount, in Bolo tied Jake Austin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bolo tie Bolo Young. And just so you, was just a reflection of the school bus. Just as a kid yeah. It's just How it's like ridiculous like 11 thing. year old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With this Like with you pose an actual
1: threat <laughs> With this Like And
2: with the same song playing Yeah, yeah <laughs> there's, like, there's like some like Sad song playing <laughs> yeah. Again the music in this movie Aside from like The main theme Which mm. we were singing At the beginning Yeah um, Fight to survive Great tune None hmm. of it fits No No yeah. um, This it's is just... This is another The the song When he's on the bus And he's um Sad about Ray eventually gets right. beaten half to death by Chong, Chong Li. Lee. Yeah. Um, uh, because of his pride. Because, because of his, his pride. pride. His own and, hubris. And Pride comes before the And fall. then Janice, who is Frank's girlfriend now, after <laughs> yeah. one day of knowing <laughs> uh, him, is like, yeah. He's going to kill you. And like, this is crazy. Because eventually she gets into the Kumite as, like, not she as go, a fighter. She go, yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> she go, as an escort. Yeah, as an <laughs> escort. Pretty yes. much. Yeah. Undercover. Yeah. Um,
0: now, hold on. Can I tell a joke? Yes. Well,
2: well, hold on. We're we're getting it's to our last limit. Episode. Episode. We're getting to our it's, limit of offensive. It's oh, yeah. the last episode. Okay. Oh, it's okay. not offensive. Okay. Okay. It's not
0: offensive. It, we said escort, and it made me think recently. Uh, just for a little break in this, mm-hmm. made me think recently. I heard uh, on a, uh, a television program an old guy talking about how him and his buddy were playing Scrabble, mm-hmm. and he played the word escort. Uh-huh. These guys had like thick New York accents, and uh, his buddy's like, "What do you mean escort?" And he's like, use it in a sentence. He's like, well, I was running, being chased by a dog, jumped over a fence, got my escort. <laughs> got my escort. <laughs> got my escort. Anyway,
2: back to Bloodsport. Is <laughs> this one of those pawn shows? <laughs> got my escort.
0: <laughs> it was uh, Somebody Feed Phil. Oh. <laughs> it uh, was, somebody It, feed it was Phil. his dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. my ass caught. Got my escort. Got my uh, escort.
2: <laughs> um, but therefore, like, after all of his, like, the, the preliminary stuff to get into yeah. the, the Kumite. We have four main fights we see. The first one is between these two combatants, and one of them draws blood from the other, and that's when Ray's like, that's what they call blood sport, kid. It's so the name of the movie. Yeah. yeah, so we see what we're in for with the Kumite. We see uh, Chung Li's fight, uh, Ray's fight, and Frank's fight. And Frank's fight ends in 12 seconds. Yeah. Um, uh, after Chong Lee just set a record for the fastest knockout, yeah. and then Frank breaks it. Yeah. And uh, he kills
0: a guy. Frank? No,
2: Chung Li kills a guy. Oh, he oh he he had him in, like he was gonna break his neck, but then he let him go.
0: But I thought there was a so there a guy that died. There is a At guy that died, yeah, but the, like right, the, right before. Oh yeah, right this before final fight yes. fight with him. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh,
2: but we saw our main characters and you know their own, um, respective threats they have or their own yeah. respective strengths, um, and we see Chung Lee's a bad uh, like a bad dude. Chong yeah, Li is, is very mama powerful. jamma. Yeah, a bad mamma jamma. It's kind of like Attila in Lionheart. In that yeah. You kind of get some shots in on him, and then he just bowls you right
0: over. Right. There's or, a lot of parallels between this and Lionheart. Attila the Hun in Ninth Museum, which yes, you guys need to watch. Which I have not With, seen. Which, yes. yeah. <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> but but also just wanted to Ninth <laughs> Museum, museum on, in there. Because <laughs> I try to do that any chance I get. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I got kids. <laughs> yeah, I got, come on. Watch, hero, yeah, Hiroshima was terrible, but you know what helped with that? Watching Night at the Museum. Correct. <laughs> You're talking to the victims of Hiroshima. <laughs> but we also get some fighters that we see, that we're going to see eventually, that yeah. like, one of those characters is going to so fight. So, yeah, yeah. They're, after you see the four main fights to establish what the Kumite is, and then you see the, the main combatants we're going to see, There's, there's, there's stuff between, you know, Janice and Frank. This is Frank's knockout has one of Ray's best lines. Yeah. That we couldn't, he, so he go, he beats Chong Lee's knockout record in his first fight. Yeah. And what does Ray Bro- say? Broke the world record his first fucking fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just he's like, all right, Frankie.
1: And he's like, all right, Frankie, a boy Frankie. Yeah.
2: Um, but essentially, to establish between Frank and Janice, like he like saves her from being accosted by a fighter, mm. and then they sleep together after they have dinner together. Yeah. Um, and this and then we, we see his we, butt. We see his he butt. He's pulling his, his, his Big mosquito underwear Hot on. lunch. Hot lunch. Oh.
0: I mean, that's a fine country yeah, <laughs> yeah, ham. That, that's country country, a
2: fine country ham. <laughs> and then <laughs> imported. <laughs> French fry. French ham. <laughs> <laughs> French import. Round French cheeks. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah. However. Um, and then after that, he talks more to Janice. But then we get Fight to Survive done to a compilation, done to a montage of. The other Kumite combatants, yes. including Pop. thrown thrown in yeah. there, or other Chong yeah. Li fights. And the sumo guy, the, the sumo guy, sumo guy. Michael Cassie, who's
0: not mm-hmm. fat enough to be a sumo guy. No, but they, they, they paint him as a sumo guy. No,
2: and we mentioned Michael Cassie in Lionheart, who's Tong Po, who plays Tong Po in Kickboxer. Oh, yeah, and Tong he plays po. he plays a combatant in this movie who has one of the most who has the
0: most gruesome Oof. shot of the movie, Ugh. where Chong T- Li breaks Tong his Po's leg. Uh, his haircut has come back in style. Like the the the, oh, bra- the, the shaved yeah. top knot, yeah. yeah. I've seen mm. some people. It's Who do been... you think you are, Tong Po? Well, yeah, and I'm always like, "That's Tong Po's haircut." Yeah, just... What are you doing?
2: You don't know. You don't know what that is. Yeah. But anyway, he gets his leg broken, and the it, bone in, sticks out in, in, through the, his leg. in the final in the final fight before Frank Duck. No, 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 no. Uh, the second to the last. Second, yeah. yeah, but we see other fights with Chong Lee, mm-hmm. and other fights with Frank, and other fights with Ray, um, and then. We'll we'll skip ahead. The officers just are still looking for him. Um, and then Ray fights Chong Li, and then Ray gets beaten half to death. He knocks him head. out, but Stomp's you know, on. Frank's his like, "Keep going, keep going!" No! yeah, no, because because Ray's like, yeah.
1: Fucking kills I, him. Got yeah. him. He, he's I got him. He, got him. He's dead. Yeah, it's like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's dead. <laughs> a, I mean, he goes and he threatens, he's gonna kill him. You yeah. know, Ray wants to. That's kill a serious Chun-Li. threat in these parts. Yeah, mm-hmm. e- exactly. Uh, but he's like, yeah, it's like classic. Like you said, pride comes before the fall, yeah. and. He gets American, it. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Classic American. <laughs> he gets his ass kicked while Frank goes, no, <laughs> keep fighting. Yeah, he's <laughs> my best friend. I think that's one of my favorite <laughs> things about this week. If we if we we've been able to perfect a halfway decent Jean Claude. That's been yeah. yeah. the most impression. fun that's, about yeah. like, these episodes is doing Jean Claude impressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just you know figuring out his speech pattern. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, all all this stuff happens. It's actually like the pace is actually. Not great in some spots, but then the most interesting spots are the fights anyway. The, so like, the, yeah. the heart of the movie is the tournament, and yeah. as far as the pacing of the tournament, they do a good job they, showing right. you plenty they do of a fights. Job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then like we get Janice like worried over Frank, but then Frank like shakes it off because he has he, he has to win the kumite. He's got to focus. He's got to okay. focus. Yeah.
0: Um, he can't be messing with no Janice all the time. Okay, exactly. no, yeah. he's he got can't. a tournament to win Mickey... for the honor. Of his Shidoshi. yes. His,
2: Mickey and the and Ryan Jackson, Jackson. <laughs> yeah. in the first Rocky movie. Mickey has a line: "Women weak in knees." Yeah, and it's true. Women out
0: there. Yeah, if you're a rude. boxer, you need your knees. Yes, yes, or exactly. If you're an yeah, exactly. And then also, yeah, <laughs> Frank,
2: absolutely need my, your knees. I've I've seen many combative, you know, combatants and and like combat sports mm-hmm. like UFC and boxing say don't have sex before fights. Frank Dukes has sex before he the sure second does. day of Kumite. You yeah. know why?
0: Cause he's Jean-Claude Cause he's Van, yeah. Van Damme. We he needs, don't give a Van Damme. He don't <laughs> give a Van Damme. <laughs> uh, and he's Jean-Claude, now, and I don't give a Van Damme. Going back just a step. Mm, yeah. It made me think of how we talked last night about, uh, I broke my leg really bad. Yes. yes. Yeah. And around the time that I wrote this, beautiful autobiography yes. and the, b- the bone stuck out of my leg <laughs> and i remember laying there thinking it's like it's blood a- sport <laughs> i did it yeah. everything's lining I've up i've arrived check yeah. a- next stop <laughs> yeah kumite. splits check yeah bone sticking out high check. kick yeah, yeah. <laughs> sleep with a hot babe not yet
1: My <laughs> okay. own chong lee i don't know if i want to touch that <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
0: but anyway i had to i spent a year in a wheelchair I broke my leg so bad. And yeah. I had to finish my... Uh, I had to, to test for my brown belt oh. in a wheelchair.
1: How? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the most pathetic looking thing <laughs> you have ever witnessed.
0: Yeah. I was wheeling around this gym <laughs> doing these katas. <laughs> doing these katas and can only kick... I could only kick with one leg. Yeah. <laughs> my hands this way, and they yeah. Uh, it's so uh, great that they include everybody. My teacher had pity on me. <laughs> yeah, went ahead and gave me my brown belt. <laughs> my grandpa would do that too, but he had
2: polio. Yeah. <laughs> What's your excuse? Yeah. My grandpa did the same thing when he was getting his brown belt <laughs> <laughs> last week. Yeah. Um, but essentially, like we get to. <clears throat> Frank's getting up to the end of the fight. There's so there's so many nuanced things, so many yeah. things that like so many things that add layer and dimension yeah. to the movie. After, so many one liners, and things. Just so if you've seen the movie, you know. If you haven't, watch the yeah. movie. If you're if you're into yeah, this watch stuff, it. Ch- yeah. So and then Chong Li. So there was the the rumor. So Chong Li's the current Kumite champion, right. and there was this rumor that. Uh, you build up suspense about and th- a threat and saying he killed somebody. There's this mystique know. around yeah, Chong Yeah, so he killed somebody last that year. he teardrop tattoo. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And so we get to the moment in the hit Chong Lee's fight before he fights Frank. To where he kills somebody. Mercilessly kills someone. Yeah, and, dead. And like yes, he kills and him dead. Me, and me, the crowd is cheering Chong Lee, Chong Lee, Chong. After he does it, the judges turn their back to pay respect to the life that has been yeah. lost. Then all of a sudden there's no crowd noise and everyone kind of turns to, like they kind of turn profile like right or whatever to kind of acknowledge that there's been a death and to honor it. And Chong Li's like, oh, what? You know, he makes these motions like whatever. But it's so funny like the quick change from it's like you were just cheering for that yeah. and now you're all like oh he killed someone how dis- how what a disgrace mm-hmm. we need to honor the life that was lost yeah. but it's intense because you're like oh he does kill people mm-hmm. but it's it's permissible <coughs> this full contact mm-hmm. tournament you know death is frowned upon but yeah. you know they're not going to stop some they're not going to stop somebody from killing someone yeah. Yeah, Listen, I was
0: I was one summer away. Yeah, exactly. You could have died being in that situation. Yeah, you could not be here <laughs> right now because you would have died. As a twelve-year-old, as a twelve a dead twelve-year-old, yeah, on a on a on a uh, kumite mat somewhere in Hong Kong. <laughs> and, and Probably still
2: would have been there. Chicken a biscuit in my pocket. <laughs>
0: well,
2: you get, you get, well, you get kicked, and it's like a stylized kick, and you like, you got start flying Whoa. backwards, and chicken and a biscuit start flying out of your gi. <laughs> hey, you ma'am. You're, you're wearing a gi and jeans. Or <laughs>
1: well, you get
0: kicked. I wouldn't be wearing jeans. <laughs> you,
2: get, you get kicked in the face, and your your face, like the slow mo guys, your face like starts jerking <laughs> over to the side, in Mountain Dew's flying out instead of blood. <laughs> Essentially, the final fight is Chong Lee and Frank, and he yeah. like it's like Chong Lee It's a classic. Yeah, it 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 is a classic. A classic and he's, he's, back and he forth. starts, um, working in all the stuff that we saw in his training montage earlier. Like Chong Lee blinds him with this powder, so he has to fight blind for three quarters of it and uh and this where we get some of the most exaggerated like the classic jean-claude face where he's been blinded where he's like about to like start focusing again he's like ah ah and his eyes are like really wide ah, his blood coming down his face He looks hair like he's mad. just stubbed his toe yeah exactly <laughs> if you if you google bloodsport chances are most of the most of like the first page image results are his over exact like his hands in front of his face and his eyes are bugging out yeah. and he's screaming yeah. um, but poor, essentially poor guy He poor guy. He he starts to like in the Attila fight In Lionheart. He starts kind of like getting some licks in and taking uh, Chong Li to the limit. But then Chong Li blinds him and starts beating the crap out of him. And then when he starts to get his bearings, not so much his sight, but his bearings, he starts beating up Chong Li again. We see we see air splits. We see his split kick that Tyler was talking about about last week. What we didn't see in uh, Universal Soldier was this beautiful roundhouse split kick. That he does, and we see it several times. In oh, here. but we forgot. Mm-hmm.
0: Remember, he split and then hit sumo guy in the yes, in the yes, nards, of course, directly in the nards. He did something
2: similar in Lionheart, but yeah, that that's one yes, of his famous split, shots uppercut. too. And one of his yeah. fights, he like he's like beating down the big the big sumo guy who all the big sumo guy all he does he has like heavy heavy brute hands force. and uses brute force and bear and he, and people. hugs he does and hugs And hugs yes, yeah. yeah and hugs yes <laughs> he, crack, he i'm pretty sure he paralyzed yeah. some guy like the, the dude that did like monkey flips yeah, and stuff he and but then he like frank does the splits and punches him right up right up this skirt that he's wearing yeah. and like right, <laughs> right right in the nuts. crotch um <laughs> but then like frank with Chong Lee Chong Lee is like He's like, bloody, and he's got his face down. And he lifts his head up and he's like, Say it! Say it! Say it! it! He's, like, he's like, Say it!
1: Mate! <laughs> Mate. Um,
2: and we're like, What? what? It, I remember being a That is,
0: is Kumate for I Give Up. <laughs> I remember. Which they, they
2: probably should have explained. I remember they <laughs> mentioned something about Mate, oh, okay. but like I yeah. don't remember it's, what it meant. Because when they're back in the hospital and. Janice and Frank are talking to Ray about how he yeah. fight, how he won and stuff. And what do you he say? He's like, "Did you kill him or something or like is that?" It was. Like, you know, it, it was he, they like, talked about the. Fun. Yeah, she.
0: It's, she's like, he made him say Mate. Yeah, it's like worse man All say Mate. Right, He's like, "All right, Frankie." <laughs> and as an audience, you're like, "What? What? <laughs> What's Mate?" I, I think it's like Uncle. Okay. Ah, and, yeah. and you that, say that uncle. makes sense. Cuz yeah.
2: cuz I in my brain it's like, "Oh, Kumate, Mate just part uh, of yeah. I'm I no I But I think it's I like uncle. Up. But it's it's just funny the way she presented it like we had talked about it several maybe, times maybe in the movie it's like already. like I yield it. Like I yield, well, and, it, which give up, yeah. But well, like, and like, I yield the title. Like out. that that's fine. Um I have no problem with it being there and and I assumed it's I give up, I yield. But my issue is she, the way she told Ray, it's like he made him say Mate. It's as if Ray and Frank had had this conversation mm-hmm. before, and Janice and Frank had had the conversation several times. Like, I just want to say Mate, or I just want to make him say Mate. Mm-hmm. We're talking, or like Ray's like, well, I really want to make someone say Mate, you know, yeah. something, but but we never got any of that. So at right. the end, she's like, made him say Mate, like it was yeah. this accomplishment that they were working towards. Yeah. It's just, it's just funny that, yeah. That, that she yeah. presented it like
0: that. Um, Apparently, it uh, this is uh, from, from the internet, so you yes. know it's true. Yes. Um, Matei is a Japanese word um, similar to the word wait or similar to please mm. or wait a moment. So, so it's kind of like, you know, yeah. time out. Please. Like, please it's time out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Please, yeah, I time give out. So. Like, yeah. I give like up. Like uncle. Uncle. Yeah. Uncle. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah,
1: but, you, you know, Frank, Uncle's got you in a headlock. Yeah, he he say, ma- you he know say Matei. Say it. Mate. Yeah. Uh, Uncle. <laughs> Uncle Tay. Hey.
2: Yeah. Uh but it's, you know, they have the scene in the hospital and like Frank and Ray, who are best friends now. Yeah. I I mean I like that aspect. Which but is but it's fine. It's happening real fast. It's just really fast. It's just not it's not good it's not good pacing anywhere anytime. If you need me, I'll be there. It was it was after because cause Chong Lee Took his Harley Davidson bandana yeah. and wrapped it around his leg as sort of like this insult taunting. Ta- and taunting yeah. this token. And and it, it was his his mood changed to that of sincerity only after Frank presented him it was like I only when he presented him with this Harley Davidson bandana like that meant more to him than Frank sticking up for him. It's like maybe it was his dad's it. <laughs> again should have explained it right which, I mean it's fine there's a lot of movies where I'm like I'm just gonna assume it's this and it helps me enjoy my the movie my this but- Hiroshima <laughs> 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 that's we bombed the Tanaka family yeah comes full um, circle yeah exactly it's so, <laughs> like uh, it is okay. Uh, but <laughs> he's, it's not really he's fine. my family. Yeah, uh, like a son to you're my best daddy, like you were <laughs> saying yesterday. My best daddy. <laughs> said, that's what he should have said when he was training with Tanaka. Like just have like ADR, ADR, you know, vocals of yes, daddy. Yes, you're my best daddy. <laughs> um, like I love you, my brother. Talking to Ray. Yeah. Um, and and he's like, yeah, all right, Frankie. He's like, this is great. And then he shows him the bandana. And he's like. Anytime, anywhere, I'll be there. Yeah, if you need me, I'll be there. It's like, oh, must have really liked that bandana. Yeah. Um, but at the end, they're on. They're at an airplane hangar, and the two U.S. government agents are like, "I bet he doesn't. spit the son of a bitch doesn't show up." And like, uh, like, cause we don't see him, and then we you got duxed. Yeah, yeah, we, we got, got- duxed. <laughs> He's like, "Hey." What are we waiting for? Let's go! And then they walk up, and Force—he's like, Force Whitaker's like, you know, you're a real pain in the ass. And he's like, you guys always take so long. Um, and then they, as they get on the plane, fight to survive. Starts playing again. Janice rolls up in a uh, party bus, <laughs> or sort of like airport transport or something. Um, yeah. And then she does, she does the uh, the motion that's been throughout the movie, where it's the fist in the palm, yeah. and then a bow, the paying
1: respect. Yeah, um, and then cultural Frank, appropriation. Frank does cultural it. Appropriation. <laughs> And Frank does it too. two white people. Do it to each other. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: it's almost like now, like two frat boys, like oh, no, 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 like, 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 like being, bowing. like being offensive. Yeah. Um But uh, uh <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's like two two drunk frat boys, like about to do UFC instead of get it on. They're like, like <laughs> they bow to you. at each other. Bow to you, sensei. Bow to you, sensei. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and then Fight to Survive starts playing, and that's where we get a list of all the bullshit yeah. statistics. Um, oh, bring though, us to those. Everything, on, everything in the, the end credits of Bloodsport, is just the tip of the iceberg of the bullshit Frank Dukes suckered people yeah. into thinking were real. Matt, what are some of the biggest claims he lay, or what are some of the biggest things he lays claim to? So I, admittedly, I got this off of his Wikipedia. However, these have been corroborated mm-hmm. by a lot of People straight to the source, like close to the source. We got the straight story. We got, oh no, we got the straight story. This is fair and balanced. Yeah, exact This is fair and balanced. <laughs> We're completely politically correct on this show. Um, as, we, as you've as you've listened, yeah, we saved we saved every every reason to cancel yeah. us for the end for the very end of the, the series. But but there have been many video essays. Like calling him out right. and like just detailing how much of a fraud he is. Now, that is to say, Frank Dukes does have mar- a martial arts background. However, it is not as extensive as he would like people to believe.
0: Probably as he extensive is... as mine. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's, as, it's, it's right on par with yours. Little less chicken and a biscuit.
2: I've seen him do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen him do martial arts displays, and oh. he knows what he's doing, okay. right? But again, he built himself up. And so knowing this, what he knows isn't good enough. Yeah, exactly. Him. So I'll t- I'll try not to like read this word for word, but uh, so disputed claims. And so these are subheaded as right. well. So this one is military service and medal of honor because Ooh. he claims to have gotten a medal of honor mm-hmm. in Vietnam. So contrary to his claims, Duke's military records obtained through freedom of information show that he never served overseas he has not been given the Medal of Honor or any other award, and then in January 1978 he was referred to for psychiatric evaluation after he expressed flighty and disconnected ideas. <laughs> hmm. So you know he's got some men- he's got yeah. yeah he's got some mental issues. So yeah. if, if his time in the military was closer to the end of the 70s, yeah. Vietnam was already over. It, and that's I'm he's a uh, that.
0: he's a few fights short of a Kumite. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> he's, yeah,
2: he's a he's a few moves short of a Mate. Uh, <laughs> (laughs) If you know what I say Um, Duke states that the military Sabotaged his service record To discredit him They did it to make me look bad It was Uh, scary me (laughs) 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 A photograph of Duke's In military uniform Shows service ribbons Being displayed in an incorrect order And the medal of honor he is wearing Is the version given to members Of the United States Army Rather than the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. oh, questioned oh. about the photograph in 1988, Dukes told John Johnson from the Los Angeles Times he was not able to get the get the military to explain why he was awarded a medal from the wrong service. He, he just, I don't know, I wasn't able to get them to explain <laughs> it. It's just, it's like that's that's a lot of these a lot of these claims. Like I said, a lot of the defenses, I don't know, or yeah, they or he yeah. goes or he like backtracks.
0: Fake dudes. Fakeness, <laughs> yeah. Fake news, fake Dukes, Rob, uh, fake Dukes.
2: Yeah. Um, so, though in later years, he changed the story to say the uniform is just a Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> And so, but what in the Judd, <laughs> I don't know, it was, it was a Halloween costume. <laughs> uh, in his book *Stolen Valor*, which won the Colby Award in 2000, B.G. Burkett says that Duke's fabricated his military history and awards, and had not served in Vietnam, noting the war had ended before he enlisted. Duke's responded to the allegations by saying he never claimed to have served in Vietnam, only in covert missions in Southeast Asia though in 1980 he described in the black and black belt magazine which is where a lot of the stuff about the koojee Black belt magazine like, I used to
0: subscribe to black belt magazine There's
2: a lot of uh martial arts frauds yeah. in black belt magazine oh, yeah. Who, yeah. who's the who's the one guy uh, George George, 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 George Dill, Dillman George Dillman George Dillman Yeah the no touch <laughs> martial arts Ugh, yeah. yeah Oh yeah the no touch yeah. guy that He's a total so funny. non-believer. who, who basically so trained funny. Muhammad Ali in martial yeah. arts Apparently. which is um, um, sad But that but black belt but black belt <laughs> magazine in 1980 Uh an article in black belt magazine is what brought frank dukes to light right and and like the kumite and all this stuff that they built bloodsport Mm -hmm. around um so in 1980 he was described in black belt as having a distinguished military record during the vietnam conflict and an interview with him in 1987 issue of inside kung fu did you have that
0: one uh i bought one at one point okay I, i didn't get it in the mail
2: so he describes himself as a vietnam veteran and authors Ralph Keyes and Nigel West have also disputed Duke's military service as the Soldier of Fortune, mag- or as has as has Soldier of Fortune magazine. And in 2012, Sheldon Lettich, <clears throat> co-writer of Bloodsport, said that Duke's originally showed him a Medal of Honor. Check this out. <laughs> he claimed to have been awarded through years, though years later, after people began questioning him. Questioning if he had won the medal, Dukes then tried to convince him he had never made such a claim. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh <my laughs> no, that man. was me. Okay, yeah. so now we're going to get into the disputed claims about the Kumite. Yes. So the actual fight. So John Stewart, the author of the 1980 Black Belt article that first described Dukes' alleged Kumite victory, expressed regret for writing the article... So, in 1988, he expressed regret for writing the article, Mm -hmm. describing himself as naive for believing Dukes and saying after the story was published, he received information that raised questions about Dukes' military career. Mm -hmm. In 1988, Jim Coleman, then editor of Black Belt, said that Dukes' story was based on false premises, adding they could find no evidence of such a competition. He made a similar statement in 1996. Kenneth Wilson from Ministry of Sports in the Bahamas disputed the existence of the Kumite. Because the Kumite apparently the, the real Kumite yeah. happened in the Bahamas and not right. in Hong Kong. Yeah. Saying it was impossible a martial arts tournament of that scale could have been kept a secret. <laughs> yeah. Again. Clearly. In yeah. the movie, they're sponsored by an actual martial arts <laughs> organization. So right. how is that a secret? According to John Johnson, an invoice for the organization that allegedly staged the Kumite listed Dukes as its only point of contact, <laughs> emergency contact Frank Dukes, <laughs> yes. uh, written in crayon. Uh,
0: I mean, wouldn't you want the guy from Bloodsport to be your yeah, emergency contact? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. In the base of the trophy the, that named, uh, in the base of the trophy he claims to have won, has bought was bought by him at a local trophy store. <laughs> We have the receipts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bought it at a trophy store. And this trophy's this huge. Is where I, I bought just... my Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah. I've seen pictures of him holding the trophy, and it's gigantic. Right. <clears throat> um, so Dukes told Johnson to speak to a man named Richard Robinson, who I think uh, Ray Jackson's based on, mm-hmm. uh, whom he said he had met at the Kumite. Robinson initially confirmed Dukes' story, saying he was invited to the Kumite as he was an undefeated wrestler at our. Dude, saying that he so Robinson was invited to the Kumite because he was an undefeated wrestler at Lower Marion High School. Johnson later <laughs> uncovered that Robinson had not attended that school and had actually gone to and had actually gone to school with Dukes. Confronted with this information, Robin responded, "All right, I don't know what to say."
0: <laughs> the jig is up. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know what to say Frank was a buddy of mine when I was in L.A. Yeah. Like, so Frank Dukes is from L.A. Right. Yeah. Um, so basically. Robinson went was a high school, you know, wrestler, right. and he was invited to the Kumite, and they met at the Kumite when really they went to the same high school. Right. Uh, Sounds Sheld- like some kung fraud,
0: <laughs> exactly,
2: kung <laughs> fraud. The Frank Duke story. <laughs> if someone made, I I'll would writing read, that. I would read a book about. Well, mar- then, I mean, I also I watch videos about martial arts frauds, but, but if yeah. someone detailed all of them, it's, I read that. book. So I don't know if you know, is Stolen Valor, the book you referenced earlier. Is yeah. that about? instances of stolen valor is that about frank dukes that's about instances of stolen valor. i think it's i think it's about instances of stolen valor. i would love to yeah, yeah. That. but i yeah i would love how has Insta- frank
0: dukes not been punched in the face by some random exactly yeah, on, on the youtube
2: there and we talked about this last night what there are, are people who, there's
0: videos out there they yeah. just go find people who do yeah. stolen valor yeah. and punch I've them seen in the them. face yeah.
2: hey man uh <laughs> that's called stolen valor and yeah. you could get arrested for it um yeah. but i th- we were talking about last night there are still people who believe frank dukes Oh, yeah. Like, even with all the evidence mounted against them, they're like, how can you not believe Frank Tukes? Like, I can easily not believe Frank Tukes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He told he told all these tall tales, you know, in that era before the internet was like, before you could look anything up. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, sounds impressive. It's in Black Belt Magazine.
0: Must be true. Mm-hmm. But as we found out from today, mm-hmm. in today's current times, yeah. you can still have the internet. <laughs> and don't believe yeah, things exactly, aren't
2: true. Exactly. So it's more of a person problem than yeah. it is like access of information. Right. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: but continuing on in the Kumite, uh, Sheldon Lettich said that he got the idea for Bloodsport after listening to Dukes' Tall Tales. Regarding the Kumite, Dukes introduced him to a man named Richard Bender, who claimed to have been at the Kumite and verified the story, though years later confessed to Lettich that he had been lying and that Dukes had instructed him on what to say. (laughs) Lettich described Dukes as a delusional daydreamer, which, yeah, yeah, citing his Kumite claims, MMA website Fightland includes Dukes amongst their list of martial arts frauds. Both John Johnson and Fightland believe Dukes faked his story to help promote his martial arts schools. Uh, fight record <laughs> so in 1980 dukes told black belt his fight record so far was 321 wins one loss and seven draws though in 2014 he told access tv which i've seen this interview mm-hmm. and this he wears sunglasses the whole time <laughs> and he's delusional best. on the level of steven <laughs> Yeah, like he's there a lot the interview's like do you want to heard you're in the in the cia like do you want to address your cia claims or whatever like that and he's like I I choose not to speak on it. Like like he's trying to keep a secret or something. Like he he's trying cuz because he's former CIA he's he can't give away it. the intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Um but he in 2 2014 he told Access TV he had retired with a fight record of 329 wins and zero losses. So, contradict himself. Mm -hmm. Curtis Wong, an editor of Inside Kung Fu, doubted whether Dukes' Dukes' alleged 56 consecutive knockout record was possible, which that was the figures at the end of the movie. One of the figures was he had 56 knockouts in a row at the Kumite. Others observed the difficulty in proving or disproving Dukes' impossibly impressive records as the only person able to verify any of this information is Dukes himself. So there was a video essay that we watched. Someone did the mathematics on 56 consecutive knockouts in a tournament like that. And he, what was it? He would have it's had like, to face like, like 7, 7 trillion. There, well, well, there com- would have had to have been 72 quadrillion participants. Yeah. In the, so in so the I kumite. don't remember what the exact math is, but he broke it down to where yeah. essentially the end result was there would have had to have been 72 quadrillion people competing for him to get 56 consecutive knockouts. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> that means uh, women and children and old people had to be in yeah. there too. Dogs. So, dogs. Dogs, animals.
0: So hey, hey, can I do this? Can yeah. we just... Now, I know this is going on, on the internet, right? right? So everyone's yeah. going to know it's a fraud, but we should do this. I mean, I've got karate experience. Ooh. We should make up some stories. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. And I'll start Jake Ryu. Jake right? Ryan and, and I've been to the Kumite. Jake Ryu okay. sounds like Jake Ryan from Sixteen Jake. Candles. I don't know. No, I've never seen that. Okay, well, so I I, I watch Bloodsport. I won't I, I won't watch Night so <laughs> at the Museum until about. you watch Sixteen Candles. I think, Candles. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a a fair because I think I think we could pull this off in the age of the internet, yeah. right? If we get a Facebook page and we tell mm-hmm. people that we have confirmed government sources, yeah, okay, that people will coming, believe it. We, yeah, yeah, we could we could pull this off.
2: Ooh, we could we could we could beef up your resume with some CIA beef up my resume. <clears throat> Dukes says the reason he no longer has a sword he was presented with at the Kumite is because he sold it in a failed attempt in a failed attempt to buy the freedom of a boat of orphans, whom he <laughs> later rescued from pirates.
0: What happened so to he, the orphans?
2: He, he later rescued them from pirates, oh, but he oh, tried he, to sell oh, the sword in a failed yeah, attempt.
0: Yeah. This is like stuff my kids make up
2: right <laughs> and there were several times during the movie where something ridiculous happened and we're like that really happened yeah. <laughs> um that he stopped uh he stopped a uh, plot to assassinate steven seagal so he should have just let that one go yeah uh what didn't actually happen <laughs> i'm just they saying got a,
0: they gotta no i i don't wish him any ill yeah frank dukes and yeah. I, I hope he doesn't pass anytime mm-hmm. soon but if he were to they should make a movie about this. Yeah, all the fraud and not bloodsport, but like something
2: yeah. completely Oh yeah. no, about, about yeah. him making up. Oh these yeah. Stories. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the it's like um, John Lovitz as the impulsive liar on SNL. Yeah, like, that's, uh, a, that's the ticket. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. While many sources dismiss Duke's claims entire entirely, others believe there would maybe some truth to his stories. Duke sued Soldier of Fortune publisher Robert K. Brown for libel following the publication of their articles about him. While well, he eventually lost the case, during the hearing, John Johnson presented a photocopy of the receipt which he had proved that Dukes had purchased his Kumite trophy, <laughs> through the judge. though the judge refused to allow it as evidence, noting several discrepancies such as the date on the receipt being after Dukes was photographed with his trophy. Hugh Landman from Ranker has stated that while Dukes lies about or at least greatly exaggerates many aspects of his career... That does not necessarily mean his story is entirely false. Speculating he may have won a kumite that was significantly different from the one that appears in Bloodsport. Maybe. <sighs> yeah. Whatever He's uh, He has dug himself so deep that I'm not willing to believe anything yeah, he says. Nothing. I wouldn't even believe what he said if he what he said he had for lunch.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> garden it was, salad it was, with it was,
2: some grilled chicken. No, you had peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah. Prime. prime rib served to me by many beautiful women. <laughs> uh, and I refuse to take off my sunglasses uh, All that to say You need to watch Bloodsport as a work of fiction Yes, mm-hmm. Be- exactly Because once that once that information got out That is based on a true story I feel like people lean too much Into the based on a true story And any based on a true story thing mm-hmm. so, But,
0: but, but it is inspirational. It is inspirational cuz you got to fight to survive. This is true. Okay? To if there's one thing we can learn from blood sport after this past year in 2020, yes. all the turmoil, the pandemic, mm-hmm. all the heartache, all the hardship is you got to fight to
2: survive. You got
0: to fight to survive. Fight fight to survive. Okay? To survive. Exactly. You
2: got kumate, 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 kumate. Those are our party words <laughs> here on the radcast. Jake, thank, thank you, you, you so you much for having having for having me. Um, for everything because, <laughs> yeah, for everything, and al- although we're gonna, we're again, folks, this is it for us on the Radcast. But again, if you like us, if you like what we do, if you we just you know, we love your support and check just, it out, yeah, check, check it, it out, hop on with try it out, try it out. Try it out yeah. man, try it out, man, try it out. meet us, meet back up with us in March when we start up Suck Test Cinema. Matt and I are not going anywhere, but the Radcast is. Um, share with your friends, share with your friends. Yeah. But, you know,
0: I know I will. Yeah, thank, thank you.
2: you. But like Matt said, just like even though we're going to continue podcasting, like just thank you for yeah. all that you've done to help us start podcast. Well,
0: it's been it's been great to watch it grow. Yeah. Thank,
1: you. Thank, thank you,
2: Jake. Thanks. Those
0: those humble beginnings mm-hmm. in a soap warehouse. Yeah.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out calling you late at night and be like, "Hey, I just bought this, bro. I don't know how to work it. You know, like, <laughs> what what's, what's your, what does to... it look like?" And then being <laughs> like. You know, maybe try this I don't know I can't really unless I have it in front of me I can't stuff ended up working but it was it was a lot of like growing pains which you were very patient you're
1: all all grown up (laughs) Uh, uh, thank
2: you everybody who has ever listened to Mm. the radcast because it wouldn't be our to all of our guests we've ever had those are my favorite episodes that we do Mm. are with guests and they're all special in their own way and I love listening to them again for anybody around the world who is it? who, who li- hears this and has ever listened thank you so much um join us on sucktastic cinema we'd love to have you again um but until then now and forever be good to yourselves be good to each other because why would you want to be rude you'd you be, be red thank you so much